Hey. Hey, you. Yeah, you, the one who tuned into the Pin Pals podcast. Are you looking to get custom pins made super easy? Are you new to the pin game and don't know where to start? Perhaps you don't even know the difference between soft enamel and hard enamel. Or maybe you're a polished pin maker, you've been in the game for a while, but your current manufacturer just isn't cutting it. Well, I got some good news for you. My friends over at Your Stuff Made can help make you custom pins. They are wizards at this kind of stuff. They work under strict ethical guidelines so you know your pins are being produced clean and safe for the environment. Their team actually cares about what they make. And best of all, they're not a middleman. They have direct access and control over tools, machinery, and resources needed to make enamel pins. So this means super low costs and fast shipping times. They are the real deal. And speaking of deals, you know where I'm going with this. I got one for you. If you order custom pins from Your Stuff Made, you can save 10% off your entire order. And with this inflation going crazy these days, 10% can be huge. Especially if you're new to the pin game, every dollar counts. So all you have to do is visit yourstuffmade.com, fill out a quote, and under the referral section, select the Pin Pals podcast. That'll tell them that I sent you, and that's how you get 10% off all your custom pin orders. Once again, the place to be is yourstuffmade.com. Let them know the Pin Pals podcast sent you. So, what are you waiting for? Start creating today. Welcome to Pin Pals, Manny. How's it going? Good, man. Uh, yeah, enjoying that pin life. <laughs> what is what does enjoying that pin life look like right now? Because that sounded kind of sarcastic. <laughs> Uh, having to rush to FedEx to get a package that they couldn't figure out how to deliver. Mm. Um, uh, having the laundry list of stuff to do before the next thing. So the new order is in and I have to remember to order stickers. So I'm not waiting for stickers when I've got hot pins in my hand. Um, having to make a trip to the Printful website to try and make shirts to see if people are interested in shirts that pin life man that that merch that <laughs> merch making life you know trying to trying to trying to try new things uh trying not to get into the the too much of the shiny object syndrome but yeah. also trying to be able to we're we're tiny companies we should be able to pivot a little bit to try new things to see what works and see if we can get, you know, more people, more eyeballs. That's just the way I see it. I, I just want I, I just want more eyeballs. You and you I know? are alike in that these are constant things that are just always going through my head. We're thinking about the current rollout, the next rollout, the next three months, the next six months, trying to stay on top of things, keeping events in mind. Then these holidays yeah. and now, you know, we're at the tail end of summer, but we're already freaking talking about like October Halloween pins, Christmas pins in the Discord. Oh, Halloween pin! Halloween's gone already. Halloween's gone. Michaels has got it. Walgreens has got it. Everybody's got it. If you're not about to drop a Halloween pin by like September first, you're late. It's gone. I'm literally waiting for. Uh, for the good Halloween candy to be in stock because I like to drop a little piece of individually wrapped candy in my Halloween drops, but I'm done. I'm ready. I'm like, let's, let's go. Let's go. I've got the stickers. I've got the pins. I'm like, I'm, let's go. Oh, I'm sure that's what a lot of people strive for to, to be in that. Let's go. It's I've been doing this for six years and I still haven't successfully released anything for like Halloween, like a proper Halloween drop, despite having all these ideas. So good on you for being yeah. ahead of the curve. But I got to ask you. Thank you. What uh -huh. is the good Halloween candy that you referenced? Okay, so the good Halloween candy to me are mini candy bars, but you don't want to send chocolate through the mail. Um, what I've found, what makes the most impact, Dollar General, my go-to, has like crazy spooky gummy candy they have like gumballs that are wrapped in um eyeball wrappers so they look like eyeballs 
uh, and they have um, like fang gummy candy. So you can get like literally like lips and fangs as gummy candy, and that's going to make the most impact, and it's not going to melt in the mail. Yeah, that's fun. And it's cheap. Yeah. It is. It's it's cheap, but it makes but it makes an impact. I I love. Oh yeah. I love getting candy in the mail from from people. Uh, a buddy of mine, uh, Enon from Dapper Notes, who makes these awesome like handmade notebooks, um, always includes a little piece of something in his thing. But it's all part of storytelling. It's all part of the whole thing. Yeah, the whole you know, the, the, experience, it, making it a little bit sweeter. A hundred percent. The, 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 well, yeah, but the, the, the packaging and experience of, of opening up something is, it's so important. Yeah. Um, I've only been making my own merch in a real sense for about a year. Um, yeah, about a year and I'm not quite there yet. Um, I've had friends help me like you should do thank you cards. You should do a little sticker on the outside of the package. You should, you know, for, for the, even if you're doing just a regular bubble mailer, little sticker on the outside of the package. Um, I do a little, little doodle on the back of my thank you cards. Um, because drawing is something I can do and I can do quickly. So I take it like five minutes and do a little, little doodle of what they're getting, uh, on the back of the thank you card or, in some cases, if I know that person, I might do like their logo or their character if it's another artist or whatever. Just a little something quick. I don't want to think about it too much and just kind of put something down in Mar in Sharpie real quick. Yeah, I know. I know. Bro. So you're, you're talking know. all these things. I opened it, but I didn't look inside yet just to make it easier. But you just <laughs> uh, saying all those things. And I think in our Discord, um, you and episode oof, 31, What the What Pins? Um, yeah exchange the worst selling pins um but yes. in the discord um rob shared kind of like what he got and i believe he did get like a little sketch of his his robot logo so um yeah. anticipation is at an all-time high right now Ex expectations are also up there so we'll nice. get into this in, in a minute for sure i appreciate um, that <clears throat> gotta love doing the unboxing um so you kind of talked about your intro and who you are, but why don't you kind of give a, a little bit more of a proper introduction into who you are and kind of a little bit about your background before getting into, you know, making pins. Okay. So, um, I have been a professional, uh, designer and illustrator, uh, for about 20 years. Uh, I've spent most of that being, uh, you know, in, in different, wearing different hats if you will uh t-shirt design uh, car wrap and vinyl wrap design stuff uh you know regular sort of graphic design stuff uh you know brochures and business cards and lots of um lots of logos and a lot of that sort of you know run-of-the-mill stuff what um what i like is that i've had experience doing a little bit of everything so in okay so a lot of the stories on the podcast kind of come down to the pandemic and what happened during the pandemic so to kind of distill all of that sort of 20 years worth of running around doing oh. a bunch of stuff the pandemic happens um the, my day job was is very focused on the cruise ship industry so and making products for them so obviously with all the closed cruise ships uh, cruise ship companies and stuff i'm sitting here biting my nails uh in the whole thing my wife loses her job oh and she's awesome and she wasn't that worried she knew that she'd be able to find something but i am a warrior to like the nth degree so to calm myself down when we were all shut down and i couldn't do anything um a friend of mine on instagram clued me into these things called uh quarantine collabs and they were other artists that i liked doing these sort of little images on instagram that was sort of like a half a face 
and you would do your version of the half a face or if you had a character you would do your character to kind of complete an image or whatever That's and cool. um it calmed my nerves down but it also felt like a uh a way of networking with other artists because I was doing, I was, you know, sending something to an artist I liked and that was, that was really cool. Um, and it was very freeing and sort of opened me up because I'd always, I'd always drawn and I'd always done illustration stuff and I'd done a lot of character stuff and character design is my favorite thing. So this was an opportunity to sort of chill out and focus on that stuff. I love it. And then, and then 2021 happens, and uh, and another friend was like, I, w- I was like, okay, so that was fun. I, I made contact with some like toy companies and some other stuff, and that it was fun. It, you know, little things in the background brewing. I was like, okay, so what's what's next? 2021. What 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 do we do? And he said he said there's this site called the Clink Room, and you can submit. Uh, it's it's what it's what's called rolling submission. So they it's a contest that continues to to keep going, and you can submit uh, mascot designs on hats, uh, you know. And if they pick it, and if it makes it past the picking stage and past the voting stage, you know your hat goes up for sale, and it's really cool. I was like, oh, that's 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 cool. I'd always um, I'd never focused on mascots, and I'd, I'd always felt that I could do it. Uh, so I was like, okay, this will be a thing. And I'll do one a week. One a week turned into like three a week sometimes, depending on how, whatever into it I was in. Um, and I, I, I sat down with a bunch of old sketchbooks and like tore pages out and was like, okay, so this is half an idea. This is half an idea. Let's, you know, re-explore. So I was recycling old things or whatever. And, um, in February I get picked, they pick my hat. It goes up for sale, and one of the sites that covers that site, uh, it, these guys that do um, sort of a weekly wrap-up show on fitted hats, which is what these uh, hats are, um, they did uh, uh, it's a, it's a YouTube thing called the Views from the Vault. So they covered it, and one of the guys was like, yeah, this is my favorite hat of the week. And moreover, it was his pick. It was one of his favorite hats of the week, period, not just from Clink Room, but just in general. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, Again, 20 years have taught me when somebody says they like your shit, go say hi. (laughs) Like, make a point of making yourself known. And I was like, oh, thanks, you know, whatever. And being, being an eager like an eager kid in this new thing that I'd never really done before I was like, Hey, if you guys ever want to collaborate or if you have some weird idea that no one else will touch, let's talk because I specialize in like, Oh, you don't think that can be a character. Let's, let's figure that out. You know? And it, for me, it's not just putting eyes on something or putting hands on something or putting, you know, giving it a body. It's like, finding a way through an idea to do something kind of fun, weird, and interesting. So we did a couple things and we ended up doing a, a few uh, uh, hat projects here and there and a few pin and a few of the ideas that were hats were turned into pins. And um, when I got the first couple pins in my hands, I was like, Oh, this is, this is cool, man. This That's is cool. crazy. Like, yeah. 20 years of design experience doing all sorts of stuff kind of, I don't want to say led to this opportunity, but it definitely gave you an opportunity, you know, when the pandemic hit to explore other things, kind of hone in on your character design skill. You get into hats and then from hats, you get into pins. That is, um, that is an interesting journey because I feel like hats, while they've literally probably have always been around and stuff like that, I feel like I'm seeing a like a surge in in hat makers and hat collecting being a thing and people putting pins on hats and that becoming like the new backpack, the new hot thing. Um, but you've been into this for like a while now, so you've probably seen like all these trends and stuff like that. There's a lot of there's a lot of trends. Uh, it's it's a lot of uh, uh, 
oh, I can't remember the term, but it's something in a teacup, like a storm in a teacup, essentially stuff. Um, these guys, a lot of these guys that I've met through this community started because uh, hat making kind of shut down. Uh, New Era, which is like the most popular, the fitted hat company, essentially went from uh, if you have an account with them, you can make a hat and turn around is like a month, month, two months to eight, nine, 10 a year, like eight, nine, 10 months to a year to, to wait to get a hat. Um, so a lot of these guys who were hat collectors who couldn't necessarily make their own hats or if they had the opportunity, it was gonna be a long haul, waiting 30 to 60 days from uh, a pin manufacturer isn't doesn't take as long so they celebrated their community by making very hat focused very hat related uh pins of sports related also um but a lot of it a lot of all of it all roads lead back to uh colorways that they liked and and mm -hmm. and what and whatever that were hat based hell yeah uh uh, so, so it was interesting coming into that, not being a sports guy in any way, not, not being a, a hat collector in any way, but just, uh, a pop culture guy and somebody with the ability to be, uh, what I was, what I am, which is a very interested character designer. For sure. Like, and, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just, no, 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 no. Your, your character designs are awesome. And. So for anyone who doesn't know, uh, Manny, we found uh, we we found each other through the podcast. Uh, he became a uh, yeah. a supporter on Buy Me a Coffee, and then you know got him into the Discord, and from there we've been talking pretty much almost every day. But you know, from chatting in all the different channels, showing your your work in progress, sharing your struggles, your challenges, dealing with getting the pins from FedEx or the post office or whatever, like I can tell that you have like your heart, your soul. There's passion behind what you do, and like you can see it too. Just to kind of touch upon what you just said, like you're not just putting arms and eyes on like inanimate objects you're finding a way to bring them to life you're giving them like literally your heart a piece of your heart and your soul to bring them to life and i think that's that's awesome and it's led to a lot of these opportunities to like connect with the uh, different people in uh different fandoms and communities hat and pin people but one story in particular comes to mind and i think it's the hat behind you um, there is a famous comedian, and I'll let you tell a story, but a famous comedian. Um, this is like one of his favorite hats, apparently. Um, so this was this was like the third or fourth hat that I designed with uh, the group, the only hat group that I've actually collaborated with. These guys are called the Capologists. Um, which are a, a pair of awesome guys who kind of welcomed me in and and uh and we started working back when at the beginning of, of 2021 when like nobody knew my name and and i was very new to the whole thing and i was just like okay so let's do stuff and one of the things that i was listening to one of the guys was like yeah you know food hats are lame uh lots of lot, they they try to do all this stuff and they try to do like i've seen like some really bad just hamburgers and hot dogs and all this stuff and i was like challenge accepted no one asked but i can do this so i came up with with this guy so oh yeah for anyone a, listen oh yeah <laughs> go ahead i mean well it. it's a video podcast but for the listeners yeah it's a it's an angry bowl of ramen uh we <laughs> called it we called it Ramin. Uh, and I love, uh, I love the eggs, the duck yeah. eggs kind of being like the evil eyes. Yeah, the duck, the duck eggs, that's the pin. Let's see if I can dim the lights a little bit so you can actually see there you it. Go. But yeah, this was the first time. Um, so I wrote, uh, so my buddy was taking all the hat designs and turning them into pins to sell together because, like I was saying, it, it's, it's, faster turnaround and all that stuff and i was like hey do you need me to like dumb this down or like take out some lines or whatever he's like you're good 
you're good. Pins take pins take the detail really well. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. sure. And I got this thing in hand and I was like, oh, oh, this is awesome. This is like my favorite thing ever. And I told the guy, I was like, I want mine because uh, out of the part of the the the, the sort of uh, collab deal that I have with the guy is that they send me my hat on top of, you know, whatever profit share uh, I get. Mm-hmm. Um, but I said, I'm going to buy one, too, uh, and send it to this comedian, uh, Bert Kreischer, who's one of my favorite comedians and who's known for uh, fitted hats. And he says you all said the time, that so casually. I'm just gonna send it to this comedian, Burt Kreischer. No big deal. He's in my phone. So here's what's up. I have. I am old. <laughs> I have been around long enough, and I know one thing. If you do not say out loud what you want, you have no right to be mad when it doesn't happen. I could sit and hope that he would find my hat or he would find my stuff or somebody would something. Why? Why? He gets fan mail. His address is out there somewhere. I know he wears these things. I'll send it to him. What could happen? What's the worst that could happen? The worst that could happen is nothing. He's not going to write you in like, I love it. He's not going to write you and say, I hate you for sending me this garbage. (laughs) Like he's, you know, he's either going to wear it or he's not. Um, and in the like nine, 10 months that it took to get the hat, um, I noticed that he doesn't repeat a whole hell of a lot. And I was like, okay, so he'll wear it a couple times and that's, that'll be that. Uh, so he gets it and, uh, I, I ship it to him. I see that it's been delivered. I hear nothing because he's everywhere. And, you know, by the time I sent it to him, he was, you know, in the middle of planning a giant tour and I don't see much of anything. And I, and I'm, I've learned to sort of put my, you know, put it out of my head. Like you do something, you put it out in the world. When you hear the explosion, you know, something happened, but until that point, forget about it. Because if you sit there and let it think your brain is just going to yeah, cycle yeah. through and bad things happen. So I, I let it sit. And then I see, I see my hat. I was like, oh, that's cool. I was wearing it. That's neat. I check, I check uh, some, some stuff. Oh, he's following me now. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) Uh, He had done a live wearing it and he was wearing an FSU, um, an FSU sweatshirt, which completely inadvertently the hat goes really well with because it's it's that same sort of maroon color uh, color, and there's a lots of gold in there and whatever. So everybody's like, "Hey, where's the hat from? What's that hat thing?" And legitimately in the comments, there was like six or seven comments. Hey, where's the hat? Where can I get that hat? What's that hat? Is that is that a team? Is that whatever? And I was like, "Fuck it, this might only happen once because Lord knows if he's gonna wear it again." So I answered everybody. Heck yeah. <laughs> I was like, thank you. I designed the hat and I, I did it partnering with the capologists and this is the site. And they're they're not available, but you know, I'm glad you guys love the hat. And I answered everybody. And I am a filthy shill, but I am also <laughs> a proud, proud shill. Yeah, you gotta you put know? yourself out there just like that. Like be proud of that accomplishment because yeah. That wasn't a guarantee that that was going to happen. So when Not that at happens, all. ride that wave, man. You're like you earned it. Yeah, and and I figured it would happen once, and I was like, cool, it happened. Go on with my life. And then the hat continues to make an appearance, and uh, he's currently on tour doing this crazy show that he performs in minor league baseball teams, uh, minor league baseball stadiums. So for that, he wears the team merch and for that he wears whatever but every once in a while the hat would pop up again and i was like oh it's like the fifth time he wears it you know i've i'm 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 trying to restrain myself sir he's literally like one of my favorite people and he's wearing my hat and and i want to freak out but i don't want to make a big deal and tag him and everything 
So I restrain myself and, and everything. But I do, again, filthy shill, go through when he does a live and check the chat to see if anybody asked about the hat. Because at the end of the day, it's a little bit of business. Absolutely. You know, it's just it's, it's just business. It's just business. Um, but um long story short, my hat's seen more of Europe than I ever have. Like <laughs> he's, he's he's all over Rome. Like there's a great picture of him under under the David's balls wearing wearing my hat. You know, like it's 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 crazy. It's fun. I'll definitely you know? have to 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 throw some pictures either on the on the podcast or <clears throat> up on the pin pals feed but uh yeah, yeah if you I'll... head to manny's uh instagram and you scroll down a, a couple rows you'll be able to see like a, a collage of burt kreischer <laughs> wearing his hat and uh yeah and that is so cool that'd be like for me kevin eastman rocking like one of my pins on like a jean jacket or something like that oh it's just surreal a hundred percent dude a hundred percent it's it's but again it's not even dream big it's not dream big like dream big is cute there's too many things and too many channels and too many things going on if you don't say it and you don't spend five or ten minutes online finding somebody's address that you can send them stuff to or whatever it doesn't happen because you didn't do it yep like that's all there is to it I have to clip that out and, and make that like a, a clip to help promote like the podcast or because it's so true. And a lot of yeah. people are just sitting there being like, how come this isn't like this? Or how come I'm not famous or I didn't go viral? It's like you're not putting in the time. And unfortunately, the stuff that we do, it takes a lot of time and it takes energy and it takes dedication in order to get this yeah. stuff done. And you can't have any expectations because if you do, then it's just going to kill everything when you're not going viral the next day when you spent all night working on some like artwork or something like that little by it's a process little by little you know eventually yeah. they'll come i'm sure it's only a matter of time before there's a certain line of burt kreischer enamel pins and hats designed exclusively by manny you know we're saying um, it let's this is we're saying it we're, <laughs> we're putting it out there um my uh the thing i'm working on right now is a bunch of um little graphics uh, that I'm going to, that I'm making. Normally I work in a package sort of thing where I'll create for a brand. Um, I'll create a character and do like two or three poses and then like some isolated heads and some, some stuff like that. So that the brand is what I call alive. Um, I don't love seeing walking into a place and then the same sort of hi, whatever mascot thing is, on everybody's shirt and the same thing is on everybody's door and the same and are on the, the business, the door of the business. And then the same thing is on the cars that looks really stale to me. So I try to create sort of a package for them. Um, I'm going to, I'm sort of jumping the gun and I'm going to do a couple of pieces. Um, Bert does a show called two bears. Um, and I had done a sort of uh, cannonball run inspired uh, thing of, 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 uh, with two bear characters for that. Uh, but I'm going to do another two pieces for that and a couple of pieces here and there, uh, and tag the hell out of everybody, uh, involved. Um, you know, the, the two, the Bert and, uh, Bert and Tom, uh, Segura, who's the other, uh, comedian on two bears and just a bunch of the comedian podcasts that I listen to essentially and create a bunch of stuff and say, you know, if you guys dig it, reach out, like, let's make some stuff. Let's make some stuff. Uh, and that's, that's the next, that's the next sort of goal, uh, that for be, that. And yeah, that would be cool. Side note. Have you heard of the podcast kill Tony? I've heard of it. I've never listened to it. Oh man. Not, I, not that we're affiliated by it, but I just got hooked on it and I've seen Burt Kreischer on a couple episodes they basically yeah. just take a live audience and they let them do stand up for uninter 60 uninterrupted seconds. And a lot of the times it goes terribly, like terribly wrong. And uh, and then they get roasted and stuff like that. But big fan of comedy. Right, right, the pin right now, one of my favorites is um, uh, Are You Garbage? Which is literally uh, these these comedians and they're 
whole thing is, I mean, they're interviewing you and they're talking to you and it's mostly organic, but they're also asking very specific questions about things that you might have done in your childhood and things that you did growing up. And by the end of it, they make that decision. Are you garbage? Like, you know, did you, when you ate hot dogs, did you eat them on white bread? Tell the truth, (laughs) you know, things, things like that. And, and, and that's, that's been, that's been awesome. So I'm going to do something for them. And I listen to podcasts every day um, to try and sort of keep my brain active while I'm at work. And um, so there's, there's kind of an endless supply of, of shows that I've got to, uh, that I've got running around. Uh, I that I want to do little pieces for, because uh, I I I'd love to work with any of them. To be honest with you, like I, I just I like making stuff for people. I like it. It makes me feel um, feeling useful is really important to me for some reason. Uh, and by that, like you know, not just oh I love your stuff. Thank you for making your thing. No, here is something that you can use because I love what you made. And here is something I made for you because you make what you make and I like what you make. This might help you. So I used to do like logos for my friends because I wanted them to look good and, and stuff like that. And yeah, there's like a lifetime of 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 sort of stuff like that. So I want to keep it going in the same sort of vein. It's such a wholesome thought, my friend. That's like... Uh... Uh, you take a penny, leave a penny kind of situation. Scratch my back, scratch your back. You know, I've never awesome. thought about it. I've never thought about it like that. But take a penny, leave a penny is kind of a, is kind of the way it rolls. Like, you know, I, I used to like a, a buddy of mine who runs a convention down here in Florida uh, in West Palm. He called it PalmCon and he ran it for a year and it was really nice and really family friendly. And I was like, you need something next. So I made it, I made this palm tree that each leaf was sort of like a superhero themed, like I incorporated the symbols and then, you know, kind of themed it out. So each palm frond was a different thing and then used the, the, that as the L for palm, uh, you know, for the word palm. And 10 years later, he's still using it. Huh. And awesome. the, the show has grown a lot and and we're still super friends and and whatever but uh but i love that 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 it meant something to him and he he still loves the thing and um it's it's seeing it seeing it all over the place when he's running the show is is just it's just a kick but yeah that's that's my absolute favorite thing i love do. it um i think we've delayed the unboxing too long let's 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 get into this um, Go for it, man. Go for so, it. Like I said, I pre-opened this up, and it looks pretty stocked up with some fun stuff. We'll yeah, I gave you, I gave you a uh, pin salad. Um, lots of, uh, I always include lots of extra stickers. So, uh, I don't do. Yeah, yes. that's a thank you card. That's this a thank you card. Was, and and I'm a big turtle fan. You got me a little slash action in there. Yeah, a little classic. That is a little sick. classic. Oh man, yeah. that is Thank cool. You. Thank you, Manny. Thank you, brother. Looks dope. I gotta I'm gonna put that on like my turtle shelf. Nice. Ooh, I think my dog just farted. Ooh, boy. <laughs> I hate when he sneaks in those farts. All right. Um. Lots of pins here, so I'm just gonna hold one up and and have you you know describe it. Um, sure. Oh, first one, damn! And these look cool too. Thank you. So that's the new uh, Halloween hotness. Uh, so last last year, um, I did a candy bucket, so you can see it more clearly in this yeah. one. This is the classic. Uh, and then uh, because I love the idea of molds and getting the most out of the molds, to me, that's not making a thousand pins because I'm never going to sell a thousand of one pin, but I can take that mold and then break it up and do something stupid, like uh, turn the candy bucket into Skeletor. <laughs> and then uh, and then what you're holding is... Um, I had to do a reorder for a customer 
uh, that saw that and wanted more pins than I had. So I had to go to, a, I'm, at, I'm working with a different manufacturer right now. And I said, you know what? The, that customer wanted this, um, this blackout version of, of the candy bucket. So you can't really see the details. So I can change the mold because it's got to be a new mold anyway. I've got to change it up a little bit. So I added uh, that shape around the mouth and I added the lines going through the eyes. And I said, it. Yep. And then I was like, you know what else? If I do it, so cool. if I do it with rainbow metal, I get the crow. That's cool too. So, um, I I've been following, I've been following like um, art toys and vinyl toys a lot. Um, I don't have a ton of space, so I, I've not been a collector, but I. I, I follow things in a very sort of academic sense, like what are people doing and, you know, what are people doing, what, are, you know, how are people approaching these things? And in art toys, as in pins, they reuse their molds a lot by just coming out with a different colorway or, or a different thing. And more than just a different color or a different whatever, or this is going to go with this. I want something that's gonna that's gonna tell a story. So that one was another one. The eyes on that one uh, glow in the dark, actually. So the uh, I call this my Saturday morning special, and that's how we spent Saturday mornings as kids, like dropped in front of the TV, you know, chomp, chomping on cereal. Uh, yeah, the eyes and mouth on that one glow too. So that one's that one's kind of fun with the little spiral eyes. That one's cool. And I got to ask, um, so the first one that I held up, the uh, the It Halloween bucket, this uh -huh. is, um, it might be kind of hard to see on video, but I think you said that this is a soft enamel with uh, an epoxy layer over it, yes. which is yeah. which is nice and, and not the same finish as a, a hard enamel. Exactly. So I'm a soft enamel guy. Yeah, explain uh, explain your reason behind going for the soft enamel epoxy uh, as opposed to hard enamel, because I'm sure other folks are interested in, in your thought process behind it. Okay, so I am a soft enamel uh, from the get-go. Um, I remember getting uh, some soft, some hard enamel pins from, from the guy that I was collaborating with, and I liked them, but I felt that they kind of la lacked a little character somehow. Um, I, I, I'm not in love with the, the same smooth finish. So I kept doing soft enamel stuff. Um, but then taking pictures of soft enamel was really hard. Um, <laughs> I didn't, I, I don't find that they did, uh, they did, uh, they looked as nice. And then somebody said epoxy and he, he said, I was like, what the hell, what are you talking about? He's like, ask for it next time. It'll change your life. And it did. Now I haven't taken the next next step to that, which um, I got stuff from uh, one artist who did um, hard enamel or soft enamel with epoxy cover, and then screen printed on that because he did a Jason mask that blew my mind because he screen printed like dirt in the same color at like he like distress essentially on top of the pin he screen printed that like distress thing but the pin glows the enamel glows so, so there is through that so it's not it's wherever there isn't screen printing there is just there there uh, screen printed distress there is glow underneath all that but the distress is actually the same color as the mat as the as the as what glows in the dark. So essentially, when this thing glows, you see distress that you don't see otherwise. Whoa. Exactly. 
Exactly. <laughs> that is uh, innovative. That's tight. That is cool. So that brings me to kind of like my pin buying philosophy. On the most basic level, I have to love it. I, I, I collect almost exclusively character stuff. I have to love it or it has to have some sort of deep meaning to me. Um, I like stuff that has uh, it, a very heavy sort of character bend to it. I love to see people's styles. I don't like sort of clip art stuff. That bothers me. That makes me itch. Like your stuff has this sort of homebrew like sketchiness in the notebook feel to it that I love. And that's why I bought a bunch of your stuff. What I collect has a sort of heavy character bend to it. Or on the other side of it, if I see something innovative, if somebody's doing something different with the form factor or they're doing something really cool with, uh, oh, it's got a hinge on it or it's got a slide on it or it's got a chain on it or something, something I haven't seen mm -hmm essentially i buy it i yeah. buy it because yeah. i because i collect i collect the knowledge essentially yeah. and it's cool to just have those interesting pieces um i believe yeah. it was steez mcgee's in his episode where he talked about going to ebay and just buying like random big pins and stuff like that like i think he showed me like an eight inch pin or something like that. Like it was a monster thing. And I think you showed me some other odds and end things that as it relates to like obscure Disney pins or something like that. Um, which is pretty interesting. But again, just kind of cool, kind of different pieces to have in, in, in the collection. But um, yeah, I like how you kind of have like this little checklist, if you will. I, I do. I do. I, I have to. I have to like it's, you're gonna it, buy everything like, if you don't, right? <laughs> um, I don't have as much wall space as I had a year ago. Um, my wife was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna have to buy you another pin board." <laughs> like, um, I used to keep a pin board that had a bunch of uh, ske uh sketches to be recycled on one side and the pins on the other, and currently the sketches are all shoved into one corner. So I'm going to get a mini pin board to put the sketches on because I have to be able to reach them so that it, uh, essentially what I do uh, for ideas and idea generation is uh, if I have nothing in my brain at that moment uh, and there's nothing in the notebook for the next thing that I have to do for myself, uh, I grab something off the pin board to uh, recycle one of my old sketches. So I have those up there because uh, object permanence I don't know if you've ever heard that term, but that's a real thing for people with like dyslexia and ADHD and a bunch of stuff um, saying, oh, or having this thing written that says, you know, werewolf astronaut in the corner of a page isn't as good as this sketch that I did three years ago of this werewolf astronaut. You should get to this at some point because this will be a thing. This will definitely be something cool for a shirt or a pin or whatever. So I keep that there, but I also keep uh, a mini pin board that has my pins and anything that I've designed for pins on on it on you know all together. And then I've got the collection, the massive, unwieldy, crazy collection of weirdness that I've that I've put together over like the last like two years. Um, and uh, yeah. I've got to get another pin board now. <laughs> There's so many different ways. I don't know how many times I've rearranged pin boards, take them off like um, those banners, those like cloth banners and stuff like that. Oh um, yeah, and you were show you were showing on the on the Discord. You were showing that uh, that uh, jean uh, yeah. jean jacket one. So earlier the year, I, I was in Buffalo. Oxford I love Pennant. that. They're the company that makes these awesome wool pennants. I had no idea that they were HQ'd there, so I was walking downtown area, bam, ran into their like store, and I saw that with the jean jacket and everything. I'm like, this is perfect for pins. I like, I need to get it, and I've I've had it since like 
maybe March or April or something like that. And I just yeah. couldn't commit to what to put on there because I didn't want to, you know, keep poking pins through it and then losing the integrity of the of the wool, the wool material and stuff like that. So I figured it'd just be like my travel travel pins. Well, that was that was made for that, though. Um, if you look close at the thing, it says um, it says the company that designed it, because uh, I've, I've listened to a podcast with with them. Um, it's two like lifelong friends that, that started this company. I can't remember their name to save my life, but it's on that it's on that pennant. Oh, yeah, um, you're right. I, that that was a collab. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me see if I can find it. I've... But but my. One of the reasons I was actually tossing an old pair of jeans and I saved, I saved the leg. So every once in a while, when I'm posting pictures, I'll <laughs> use this uh, as the fabric background to kind of, you know, have people recall the the jean jacket thing. And at some point, uh, at some point I need to get like a kid's size jean jacket just so that I have something so that I have the pocket there that I can, I can use to, I, I can use it as a sort of a thing. Um, pretty useful but, co. Yes. Pretty useful company. That's who Oxford yes. Pennant collabed with to make what is called the Pin yeah. Keepers Denim Jacket Camp Flag, which um, just pretty, yeah, they, pretty cool. They're, 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 they've, they've got a bunch of awesome uh, sort of stuff, and I love that idea. Uh, they've also got one... Um, that's for like earrings. I think they did, they did a similar thing with earrings, but it's uh, I want to say it's a giant ear. I can't remember <laughs> what it is though. Uh, something like that, but they did, they did, they did another one like that. That's it. That's that. But yeah. It's cool. I love seeing just things like that. Just fun collabs, useful. I, I love branching out outside of pins and like getting into like pin accessories and stuff like that, like with the banner, getting creative with that, um, with like my turtle head displays, the 3D prints, just trying to like branch out and beyond that. Hey, hey, slash. Love yeah. It. Yeah. I, I love the color on this actually. Like that turquoise is gorgeous. Yeah. And the black bandana, I think it, it slaps, dude. I appreciate that. It slaps. <laughs> yeah. I love it. But yeah, I, I I love I love this concept. I I freaking love this concept because it does bring it full circle. It it's a toy. It's having a toy. Yeah. And it's not gigantic and it's not unwieldy, and it it it's perfect because that's what for the generation and I think to some extent the the sort of bigger audience that that people like us are designing pins for they're toys mm -hmm. they're toys and it doesn't necessarily it's not always a figure it's not always a cartoon but you know a lot of us are doing cars and characters whether they're cartoons or 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 live action or something or cute things or whatever they're not corporate logos. They're not anything else. They're toys. Yeah. They're a memory of a thing um, or a trigger for a memory or whatever. Um, and that's, that's kind of great. Like, you know, I want somebody to, to buy the, the TV pin that I sent you and be like, because Saturdays, dude, I still will not watch marvel tv content until saturday morning i don't care if it comes out wednesday thursday friday uh marvel content the any of this stuff on disney plus uh show wise um in fact a lot of the weekly drop shows that that were coming out from a lot of the streaming shows i saved all of it for saturday i said i don't care when it comes out comes out saturday morning like I may not do the bowl of cereal anymore. I may not do anything else, but I can get up Saturday. Uh, I, I watched my She-Hulk this morning. Uh, when when Miss Marvel was coming out regular, I watched that every morning and like cried like a bitch. To be honest with you, like cried a lot during that show. Cried a lot during that show. Really love that show. But um, 
yeah dude that's it's I, I i keep the tradition alive it's it's something why watch it on thursday and then you're you're the weekend and you're like mm-hmm. i yeah. guess i guess nothing yeah, I guess whatever. Fun. There's something magical about that that Saturday morning, and you captured yeah, it with the pin. We captured it through like the things that we still indulge in and stuff like that. So it's so that's cool that you 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 keep that alive. I read some comics this morning, mm-hmm. and that felt good to just be like, I got nothing to do. Can wake up, just read a couple comics, and just you know really start the day off the best way possible. The way that I guess we used to way back when dude i i love that concept like i haven't i haven't cracked a book in a while because i i can't really get away from a screen long enough um the most i'll do at this point is an audio an audio book but uh but yeah i've got tons of things around me to read and i i just haven't taken the time it, it, it that that of it kind of sucks there's a lot of content coming at us now like yeah it definitely was not like this way back when um but i got a couple more questions for you before we start wrapping things up um, Sure. let's say someone comes up to you and they're like manny i love your pins uh i have a couple ideas how how should i get started with making pins what are what's some advice maybe that you would give someone um if you can draw on your own Try to draw out your ideas and and really think about what you're doing. Um, if you can help it, don't like Google what you want, download it and like slap what something extra on top of it. Like really give it some thought, really give it some care, um, and ask somebody who's already doing it about manufacturing and whatever uh if you're starting out especially there are i feel like the uh the artist to manufacturer pipeline i don't think has ever been better and i i love a middleman because it makes it easier but it's not as necessary anymore there's enough people out there that will tell you who they manufacture with and who are smart enough to say it might be too much for you to send. Like, <laughs> like if it's too much, if, if the manufacturer, if you work with a manufacturer who would laugh at them for sending a photo of a napkin or something, then don't do that. But there's enough manufacturers out there that you can contact them directly or whatever, and, and just get started, give it a shot. But it's like, it's like a casino. Uh, don't go in there with money that you can't afford to lose. Yeah. This isn't this isn't a get rich quick scheme. This isn't. Don't spend your rent money because you think you can dribble it because that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Like you, it's it's bricks it's bricks in a wall, man. Like you do it and put it down. You put the thing on there and you slap the next one on there and hope and hope you build something out of it. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not an ATM. Like, I've got this idea for a pin and it's gonna change our lives. Too old to think that that is a thing that's gonna happen. <laughs> Good know? advice. Good sound advice. Um, yeah. I'm also curious when it comes to like your designs and doing a lot of like original characters. What are some like important things to keep in mind when designing these characters um, and turning them into pins? Like you keeping in mind the line thickness, like the the aesthetics part of it, or are you just kind of more focused on creating a character that people are gonna like? I'm just kind of curious, a little bit more of your thought process on that. Um. So what I do a lot of is think about big shapes so when i'm designing and actually let me grab this sticker because you can see it better on camera so this guy he is a little weber grill um for anything i do think about the line weight i work very thick lines anyway i I work with a lot of thick lines and a lot of like black fill and stuff and stuff anyway 
but you also want to think about big big shapes because at the end of the day you've got to put a pin back on there and if you do the pink panther or whatever that's like very very thin all the way around where do you where do you put the where do you put the needle <laughs> um if you design it and you do the superman pose right with the arms sticking out those little empty triangles are going to cost you money but yep. if you design it so that it's just a hole essentially I'm trying to get it so so you can see that so that it's just a hole like the space between his feet mm-hmm. that's something that's not going to cost you more money in the mold but if you have a bunch of empty spaces if you have the triangle or if i do a pin with with you know somebody listening to headphones and they have to knock that space out that's more annoying for them and more money out of your pocket uh manufacturing wise for you smart you know things like that um think bold uh a trick that i told somebody who uh, was just starting out was print it out real size oh if your pin is going to be an inch and a half print it out if you've got a crap ton of detail in there that no one's ever going to see it can't be there <laughs> it just it just can't be there it, it, it's never going to make it's never going to make a lick of sense um so i just did i just did these dinosaurs right oh yeah i love these i made sure that the tail and the head were separated that that space was open and if you'll notice there's like shading and all kinds of stuff like in his in his purple shirt there's mm-hmm. some there's some shadows and some other stuff none of that is in the pin the pin is very clean very simple because the pin is only an inch i do 1.3 inches on my designs generally so none of that shading is in the pin because it is tiny and you want big spaces for them to be able to fill with with uh with the enamel uh, it makes their life easier and it makes the finished product look nicer. Absolutely. Um, I also tell people to experiment uh, and see what they like. Um, I like um, I like glow in the dark stuff, but make it make sense. So this guy is surfing, and I don't know if you can see it, but there's glitter in the water. Oh, yeah, now I see it. Yeah. The- uh, it can't focus a hell of a lot, but yeah, when you no, move it back and it forth, yeah, yeah. So, you know, when I did the sticker, I did the same thing. But um, the idea is, you know, if he's surfing, you want it to feel like the ocean. You want it. You want to give it that that sort of glitter thing. Movement, movement, and make it stand out. And I haven't gone all fancy. I haven't done a. I've designed a couple of two-part pins for other people but i haven't done one for myself um like i said I've, I've seen people do screen printing stuff i keep my pins mostly simple uh and my goal is always to make is to sort of spark a memory mm-hmm. um i i do a lot of original characters but like i showed you with the with the with the uh the tvs and things the goal is to spark a memory and sometimes that's a colorway and sometimes like you know my my little my little guy that's on the uh thank you notes i did him as a pin but the instead of just the standard colorway i did this one and he is uh you see it better in the sticker he's buzz lightyear colors because he's also uh, a little astronaut but i did it with the purple and and the the green and whatever and i was playing around with the colorways and i was like you know what else my pet monster i love it <laughs> so so i won't i don't do a lot with ip stuff like um i've got some and you've seen them i've got a little ninja turtle flavor literally coming coming to play in the next drop 
and I've got a little uh, Slimer Ghostbuster thing coming out. But I don't do a lot with just the characters. I always try to find sort of the space in there that that I haven't seen a bunch of people do. Um, you know, because I want to spark that memory in it, but I want to stand out a little bit more. It's that's my goal and nobody asked me to and it's a little bit harder but you know uh i i'm sure a bunch of people would rather just buy a voltron pin or buy the thing itself but i want to try to bring a little bit of myself to it which is just a little bit more a little bit a little bit different a little bit weirder a little bit you know off the beaten path i guess yeah, but I'd say you're doing a good job of making a name for yourself and really solidifying your art and your style to like to you and what you do. Like the branding of Manny Cartoon Studios is like coming together. And the more that like I've gotten to know you, the more I just the more I see it. And, you know, it's very just cohesive, even when it comes down to like your social media stuff. Like I could just tell like this is something designed by Manny Um and that's like ultimately what you what you want, and you know you just now the next step is probably just to grow your your fan base and to get the sales and community and stuff like that. But I'd say you're very much well on your way, and you've definitely Thank made you. a lot of noise, you know, since getting into the pin game and since like the first couple hats. So like we were talking before, you know, it's a journey, and we got to remember yeah. to enjoy the journey. Um, yeah, no, no one project, no one thing will ever change your life. Yeah, it it doesn't it doesn't happen that way. It doesn't happen that way. If you're smart, you take the good things that rain down upon you and you're like, OK, you know, take that as a step and you can climb up a little step. But it's not like from one day to the next. You're not doing stuff for everybody. You're not doing it's not it's in your life. This is to the artists out there listening to this. In your life, so many people will come to you and say, I want to hire you to do a thing. I have a billion projects in the works. It'll be awesome. I'll pay you whatever you want. It'll be great, and it'll change your life. Say, okay, great. Two thumbs up. Let's work on the thing. Let's work on one thing. We'll get that done. I'll hand that to you. You hand me money. And we'll move on to the next thing. Do not hold your breath. Do not expect the world. But enjoy the thing that you're doing. But if you sit there and, you're, and you believe everybody that comes by and hands you candy, things will be rough for you. Yo, spitting out them facts. I love it. Yeah, dude. <clears throat> uh, Manny, last question. I love wrapping the podcast uh, with this question. I feel like it just ties a bow on the person that I'm interviewing. But um, Manny, what are the little things in life for you? Um, inspiring young artists. I, I love it. Um, I was a teacher, a cartooning teacher for a while, and that's like that was one of my favorite things getting to teach kids that wanted to learn and giving them the class that I would have killed people to have when it was their age. Um, yeah, I, I love that. I, I do talks at schools and um, I'm still in contact with my old students and stuff and trying to get them into college now and whatever that that's the world, you know, and even when I do like lives on Instagram, and they're like, and and I'll be drawing live or whatever. Somebody's like, oh man, I, I brought my kid over to watch you draw and all this stuff. I love that. I, lo I lose my mind for that. I love that. It's my favorite thing. Hell yeah. I love that too, man. That's so good of you. You know, passing down kind of what you've learned. It's like passing of the torch, so to speak. Yeah. So that's that's great. And that's like one of the best things that we can do is just kind of empower the youth. Because they're the future. For sure. Hell yeah. I love it. Manny, I, this hour flew by. I'm pretty sure that we could do this for a couple more hours, 
but uh um, we have we have yeah. we have people need to join the discord and and uh and and join us for for the happy hours you do uh every like once a month man those yeah. things are those things are awesome each each happy hour we've done probably could have been like its own episode with the amount of like detail and topics that we we cover it's good stuff. it's awesome it's good fun well, i appreciate you uh, being part of those happy hours, being in the Discord, being a supporter, being a listener, um, but more importantly, just being a genuine artist, kind of cares about the craft, cares about the community. He's been in it, you know. Um, so just what you bring to the table, to the Pin Pals community, to anyone listening, um, I appreciate you, appreciate your, your expertise and uh, thank you for for stopping by and, and having this publicly recorded chit chat <laughs> thanks for having me dude and thanks for and thanks for starting this little community you know it's um it's great to have somebody that um is facing the same sort of like little things that we all face the same annoying like you know manufacturing stuff and how the hell do we get a tablecloth printed and why do we need a tablecloth <laughs> printed and what's going on with what and it did I miss Chinese New Year again? What the hell happened? Like, why is why are my pins late? You know, because it, it it is the small stuff that no one else is going to care about, right? Like, yeah, it, it's just it's just us, man. It's just r- us. Really, I built the community so we can all just validate each other. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, I love it. I love it. Um, Manny, let me give you the floor. If you have any shout outs or thank yous that you want to give, um, go ahead and do that. Kind of let the people know where they can find you, what you have upcoming and, um, yeah, take it away. Uh, so Manny cartoon studio on Instagram. Uh, that's the active, that's the active one. And it's Manny cartoon.studio is the shop, uh, new stuff, uh, basically once a month, uh, two pins at least. Uh, once a month and adding like shirts and all that stuff. Um, if you're a business and you want to talk about creating a mascot for, for your business, um, uh, let's talk, hit me up on Instagram on the DMS is the easiest way. And let's make something cool for your, you know, your food related business or your whatever. And if you're a young artist and you want to talk about that again, let's talk. Uh, I'm here to help. That was all directed at Burt Kreischer, who is a um, big-time listener of the Pin Pals podcast. So get on that, Burt. <laughs> Call me, Burt. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah, and you buddy. have a discount code, too. Oh, yeah. The discount code is uh, Pin Pals 80. Pin Pals 80 will be live for uh, for the uh, when the episode drops. Yeah, so, well, yeah. I'll have it linked in the description below you can go to, to manny's shop and the discount code will be repeated there for anyone interested awesome. <clears throat> but um manny once again uh, i appreciate you your time and your expertise thanks for hopping on uh thanks for carving time out of your precious saturday mornings to, <laughs> to swing by the pin pals and have a chat yeah dude uh we'll talk very soon for sure all right man enjoy the rest thanks, of your bro. weekend take it easy thanks man bye